0: This is episode 26 of the School of Business Makers with Fiona Kamikaze. And today we'll be discussing the impact of social media on businesses. In today's conversation, um, the conversation will be about the impacts of social media on businesses. And my guest is a social media influencer a communication specialist and guess what, she's also an entrepreneur. She ran a company called Marka Limited and she's the CEO and the founder and Marka Limited is a digital marketing company which has been operating in Rwanda since 2016. Fiona Kamikaze, how are you doing today? I'm
1: very fine, thank you very much.
0: We are so happy to have you on this conversation. <laughs> awesome. So, how, how have you been? How is the new year been doing so far? The year is finished. Is is, is is at the beginning, and we just finished Jan. How how is Feb looking? Looking like
1: Feb is looking very 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 well. Better actually, better than than, than than January. January was very long, so thank God we made it to February. It's uh, some people have been joking on social media. The new the new year has
0: just started. <laughs> oh, okay, yeah, yeah. The new year has just started. So um, today' conversation on the School of Business Makers podcast will be talking about the impact of social media on different businesses. And before we dive deeper in the conversation, let me talk a little bit about some numbers. As as you know, um, a lot of businesses are active online, and Facebook itself has more than two point five billion monthly users and our guest is very very famous on twitter twitter has around um, 330 million users and instagram which is a sister company to facebook has around 800 million users and linkedin which is a professional platform has around 575 million users and youtube which comes second as 1.8 billion users per month. And it's really amazing how the penetration of internet uh, is impacting businesses and it's pretty harder nowadays for a business to survive without being active online. Fiona, what do you think about that?
1: No, I think, I think, I think the, the digital era that everyone is trying to join I think it's, uh, it's, uh, it's the only, it's the way to go. Because if uh, the way people used to, to use social media and for example institutions, uh, it was not present. If you try in Rwanda, if you try to look up any institution in Rwanda five years ago, you find that uh, it's very, 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 it's a very small number of institutions that are online. But with, uh, with the digital uh, 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 disruption that is, that is happening in Rwanda, even in other countries, yeah. it's, it's the way to go. People don't complain. People don't write letters if you want to complain. People don't write letters to ask institutions, institutions uh, queries. Yeah. They just send a tweet or a Facebook DM or anything. They, they get instant responses. So it's, it's the way to go.
0: Yeah. Uh, my guest is Fiona. She's a um, Twitter influencer. And let me dive deeper in the conversation with my first question. Uh, Are you excited about this? I am. (laughs) Awesome. Um, How did Fiona, growing up, um, saw herself forging a career career in communication and being a big player in the social media arena in Rwanda, what did, what decided and influenced that
1: choice? So um, when I was young, Mm. I'm I'm starting to think that I'm a very, very social Nice. So uh, uh, when, when I joined Facebook, I was more of uh, exploring. exploring What's this? What they do there? Yeah. And uh, I started using it, and I, I was also pretty famous there. But then. I didn't okay. <laughs> are, I, are
0: you still famous <laughs> on Facebook?
1: I know. I, I, I stopped using it up in the new account and it's more private. Okay. And, uh, I think I needed uh, to change the way I use Facebook. Because, mm what I had there going on a few years back was uh, not something that I really wanted to continue because I had, I had Twitter now and it was more, um, I started liking Twitter more than I liked Facebook mm. and Facebook started becoming very boring okay. so I moved to, 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 uh, to, to Twitter. But uh, answering your question, I really didn't know. Because for me it was more of a personal thing. Mm. And I was using it to, to air my personal views, and uh, but I was also studying. It. Yeah. With uh, in school I did marketing and commerce, but when you do marketing and uh, it's also there's also that part of PR and communication that you do that, goes with it. Yeah. So um, I, when when I decided to when when I saw that there was a the digital marketing, when I read about digital marketing I was like, okay, this is something that I enjoy doing yeah. uh, without getting paid for it now how, how can I make it like a job how can I get money out of it mm-hmm. so it was, it was uh, more of a discovery it's not something, I didn't, I didn't study uh, <laughs> communication in <laughs> okay. school as a major it was like a subject in, like, the course that I was uh, doing but then I started like enjoying it so much, and I did like small uh, courses to increase uh, my skills. So it became a very exciting thing. That that's how I actually decided to do, uh, do it, to open up a company. Yeah. Because for me, I was I was doing it as a hobby, and yeah. then uh, by doing it as a hobby, I started receiving more um, requests from institutions. Can you help us with this? Can this, and I was doing it alone and then at some point it becomes overwhelming because you can deliver everything alone. Yeah. And uh, sometimes you can mess up some people's uh, yeah. 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 <laughs> so I decided to uh, get a team, mm. not like a full-time team, but um, I I when I have a when I have a gig, I, yeah, yeah. I hired like other social media influencers, bloggers and mm. bloggers to help. So what we do, do, we can do like event coverage, we can do social media management for companies. We can do uh, pretty much anything we need, yeah, yeah. digital. So and at the end of the day, uh, we have like a, a team that has a deal, that has delivered a big project, mm. and um, it's it's like a gig. Oh,
0: it's okay. fun.
1: We have fun doing what we love, mm. and. We go, like, we go, everyone goes to the game, <laughs> and then we meet up another time and we have something else. So it's not like we have, like, a full-time team mm. sitting somewhere. Uh, I still have a 9-to-5 job. Okay. <laughs> but uh, maybe uh, uh, this is something that I'm going to do, like, um, make it, like, my full-time job. I haven't had the guts to do okay.
0: make that big step. <laughs> and even that's that's that, that that the beauty about about digital marketing and social media, where it doesn't require much of your time. You can still do your other stuff and spend a few time um, working on a couple of projects. Um, I remember um, when when I was living in Asia. You could work on a project with someone who is maybe in Brazil, in, yeah. in in the Netherlands, and you are just sitting somewhere in your own room and coordinating projects.
1: Exactly. So, for example, I I, I have people I work with uh, in uh, Nigeria, I have mm. people I work with in South Africa, mm. the Gambia in Ghana, and uh, I'm telling you that I've never met these people. Yeah, yeah. Like never. We just okay. Come forward, plan what we want to do. Concept. I, I, I tell them what I'm going to do, what's going to be my part, who am I going, I'm going to hire. Wow! And, they, and I've never met these people, and we work on big projects. Okay. Uh, and I, like we just we just have the conversation. before okay. and I've never met these people, and it's very exciting yeah. thing.
0: So amazing. Um, As you know, for for some listeners, I'm with Fiona Kamikaze, she's a Twitter influencer. And talking about influencer, um, who is a social media influencer according to you? And um, is it possible for anyone to become an influencer? And if yes, how? I
1: I really don't uh, like calling myself Okay. That's something that uh, other people attribute to you. I, I call myself a social media enthusiast because uh-huh. it's something that I like and I enjoy doing. But uh, I would say that um, an influencer is someone who influences decisions, who mm. influences ideas, who, whose um, uh, conversations on social media influence uh, other people. Yeah. For example, it's a uh, there are things that I can't say uh, because maybe I have more followers, mm. maybe because uh, there is a way I, I write that is different from what Christian writes, mm. that is different from anyone else's, uh, the way they, they say things mm. and it makes them easier to understand and then also uh, assist in uh, decision making for yeah. different institutions. Uh, we've noticed that, for example, in our country, we have all our leaders are present on social media mm. And their organization and both private and, yeah, yeah. and, and public uh, institutions are active on social media. So, you've noticed that there are things that we write. You can say that um, we don't have electricity at home, yeah. we live in the neighborhood. Christian writes it, uh, it gets immediate action. Mm. And uh, Fiona, who, is, who has maybe less followers, has tweeted about it and get a response. Mm. So, there is that aspect of uh, Who's seen it, who's doing it, how are they doing it? Mm-hmm. That's 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 the f- that's, that's what I think about when someone says that, when someone is called I an mean, influencer is I guess. what are you influencing are yeah, you yeah. influencing the decision making? Are you influencing change? And uh, there are also people who think that social media like uh, it's too serious. <laughs> I that oh say ah no Twitter is for politicians. Yeah, yeah. I'm not a politician, I'm fun, fun, fun <laughs> social media yeah. user. You know? But uh, the way
0: I say my things in a funny way, and uh, they, like maybe the impact check. Yeah, yeah. yeah so 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 amazing. And talking about um, Twitter usage, um, Twitter I know as you said mostly used by London and um, a lot of businesses in London um, have Twitter handle. And based on your experience um, over the years, what are the do and don'ts? That you have acquired when uh, bonding and communicating online.
1: So um, the first thing uh, for me on my on my personal account, mm. I, I, the first thing that I know is respect other people's view. Yeah. Because I've noticed that uh, uh, social media is a very very wide place, yeah. and uh, it can get very dangerous if you don't use it very well. People who use it to bully other people, people who use it to insult, people, people who use it to create fear, and, yeah. and it's a very dangerous thing because very many people rely on social media for information. So if you use it to spread fake news, if you use it to bully people, it's, it's, there's some people who perceive it as the truth. Yeah. But uh, for let's say for an, an institution, it's a uh, If you're running a social media platform for an institution, it's uh, the most like the most thing, the the best thing to do is to run it uh, uh, basing yourself on accuracy. The information you you, you put out there, you have to think about your audience. Mm -hmm. And uh, there there are institutions who have this thing, but it it feels like they're talking to 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 themselves, and uh, no one relates to what you're saying if they don't feel like they want to be part of it. So it's more about, about content and trying to engage with, with, with uh, your uh, uh, viewers and your followers. So it's accuracy, uh, relatability, it's, um, it's also, it also has, has to be fun yeah,
0: yeah. in a way
1: because no one wants to pull and boring. <laughs>
0: Awesome. A few years ago, like around 2018, um, I was checking the news and I've seen different brands um, that made, for example, a racist campaign into their marketing promotions. And uh, the consumers um, rise up, create different hashtags to say no to that. One like Henneken, H&M, Dolce & Gabbana, and um, some of them use credibility. Do you agree or see social media now as a powerful tool whenever there is um, something that maybe the the market doesn't want or something that um, is against the rules in society? It's it's becoming a powerful tool that can raise the voice of the community.
1: Oh, definitely, it's very much, very much. Okay. If uh, I've noticed that social media drives change in, in a way that people don't even don't even notice. Uh, if you if you check the political part, you've heard about the, the Sudan, the Black. Like, so
0: um,
1: yeah. Yes, it was it was like a crazy hashtag. I didn't even I I don't really watch TV. So <laughs> okay. If it's not on social media, I haven't seen it. Okay. <laughs> Ability.
0: So you mean your, your life is on social media? Yeah, that's
1: that's where I I rely I rely on social media to get more information. So that's, okay. that I followed about this that uprising on mm. social media, okay. and uh, I've seen how people were reacting. Different famous people, people they didn't people that didn't even think they would get their attention. Yeah. It was done on social media. In businesses, it's the same thing. Uh, there are very many campaign businesses run on social media no, we don't have. what's this, we mm. don't understand. But we've also seen how other, other, other campaigns are, like, influence and impact lives. For example, Guillermo, uh, it's a campaign run by the yeah. police, and they use this campaign to talk about uh, uh, road usage and safety, 50, yeah. so when it started, everyone related it to, to uh, drug driving okay <laughs> and then with, the, with their continued awareness going in schools going in churches going in, uh, taxi parks they, they they keep telling people oh, no if kids don't drink alcohol once okay. they cross the road they use the road to go to school and then church leaders it's where like very many people gather on days to pray mm. friday sunday um, and Saturdays for STAs, so they they've made this campaign a more like a wide yeah. thing, and they're impacting everyone. Those who are on social media, they always follow, they check the hashtag. Yeah. When someone is talking about um, mm-hmm. uh, we are going this, we are doing this, we are doing this, we are going to town, and we hope that to like, Mahoro, you see, like it has become like in everyone's head there is that hashtag. Yeah. So it's it's the same thing. We can change. Change everyone's perception the things, and I think social media is it's easy, like a very easy way. It's a cool way to, to, to do it, and it's fun, and yeah. people will actually easily follow the track. So you can you can hear something on radio, and you can't go back to it, but if you create a powerful hashtag, it can stay there for a very long time. You can actually go back to, to, to hashtags that were tweeted in 2011. Like, yeah. <laughs> okay. Everything that was talked about. So I think it's.
0: So social media, it's really a powerful tool to to talk about challenges um, different communities are facing and also a powerful tool to to, to help one grow. And um, talking about the growth of companies, um, um, what do you think other companies can learn the better use of social media to build their brand and grow their business? I'll give you an example, a couple of weeks ago, uh, probably last, last month, um, if I'm, I'm right, a couple of weeks ago, we saw the Connect Wonder Challenge and personally, you've been involved into that campaign. Uh, how many phones did you pledge again?
1: Three.
0: <laughs> Fiona pledged three funds to the Connect Wonder Challenge and um, to me, it was really a successful campaign, right? What do you think contributed to that success? And what can other companies learn the good use of social media to to create their bond?
1: So uh, NTN, that that was a very, very smart move from NTN and and engaging the ministry of ICT in the the project was another success. So I think it's more about partnerships and uh, who you want to reach. For example, for NTN they want to reach Every random, mm. and the way to go about it as a private institution is very easy. Yeah. So partnering with someone who is, uh, I would say, credible, and uh, every random knows that there is a ministry of ICT, mm. and if they are reached by NTN in partnership with um, the ministry of ICT, it's easily understandable. Yeah. So I think, I think it's even other projects like we are on social media currently free the period campaign mm. for young girls who don't have access to, to, to um, sanitary pads. Okay. And the, the, the way they're doing it is you are you are pledged something 10 years, end. you're pledging on, 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 on social media for a phone. Connect the People are pledging phones mm-hmm. and challenging their friends yeah, yeah. to do the same. So it's the same thing that uh, the free the period thing is doing. Uh, is doing and I, matter, I think they're two companies I matter, yeah mm. and uh, I'm, I'm, I'm donating parts. I donated 20 and I challenge uh, Christian to do the same and my other friends. And, and I, I was speaking to one of the, the, the ladies, part of the IMAT Challenge, and they told me that they 10,000, more than 10,000 wow. parts. And for so them, when they started it, they thought it was going to be like a small project. Yeah. They didn't even expect more than 500 mm-hmm. parts, but they're going to distribute to one school. So now it has become 10, more than 10,000 and people are still pledged. So it's not like it's going to end. Mm. And we've seen people who are pledged to, to uh, give points every year. Yeah. And uh, this, this is going to, to happen like every year. So there is that way of partnering with people and coming up with a bigger project. Yeah. I'm sure that even MTN Wonder when they started this, they didn't know it was going to go yeah. like <laughs> that. Yeah. So the president joined the, 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 the challenge, he challenged his family, yeah. he also joined uh, individuals like Fiona, Pledged uh, institutions, the company I work for uh, pledged 10 1,000 1, smartphones and many other people. So it became more uh, of a uh, uh, not a, a, a business related thing and it became uh, everyone, everyone should be part of it. We can do this as a community. So I think that's, that's the success and uh, it's like a partnership thing that everyone should go.
0: Follow. Fantastic. And um, what advice and lesson learned you have acquired so far um, for both social being a social media influencer and the communication specialist that you can share with other business out there? Yeah. So my first
1: advice is uh, to know your customers or your listeners or your target customers or listeners. Uh, uh, and know what they want, so by knowing what they want, you know how you direct mm. your communication. There are people who uh, run businesses and they think about their needs. Most of the time it's not about you, it's about the people you're trying to sell to and uh, how, do they, how do they speak, what attracts them, what do they want, what do they need, mm. where are they? For example, there are times when people approach me and they want to run campaigns and uh, I tell them, so who are your the audience and they tell me who are to 40 and 60 and they tell me, I do not find this. people, There's a lot of people who spend their time with their phones, but there's a people who watch TV mm. so, listen to BBC, uh, RBA, yeah. this, this uh, uh, I would say, serious uh, media yeah. houses." Yeah. And uh, they're not people who will spend their time on social media like, like I do. Yeah. So it's uh, it's about knowing your, your your clients and your potential clients and where to find them, and then how do I speak? If I wanted to, if uh, uh, for example, if you notice one telecommunication companies the way they have different uh, say uh, packs, data packs, and voice packs, and the way the one they sell to, to the senior professionals, it's totally different from what the they sell to students. Of course. <laughs> they also come up with these cool names that are relatable to the young mm. people they are selling to. So it then means they understand their, their, their audience and they want to speak their language. So it's, uh, that's the first, that's the key thing. And uh, and when you know you're the people you are trying to talk to, then you know how you, you create your content and how it's supposed to go. There is uh, uh, knowing your customer, the content is very, very key, and also uh, engagement. When you have the, when you're your customer, you create content, your content should be uh, very like, engaging. People yeah. want to talk to you, people feel like the things you're putting there are related, they want to be part of it. So it's uh, knowing your customer, creating accurate content that goes with the customers yeah. that you want to reach.
0: And uh, get with that. Oh fantastic. Um, my guest is Tiona um, Tionaka Mikazi, she's a social media influencer, but guess what? She's also an entrepreneur. She's the CEO of Marka Limited, and I'm going to uh, dive deeper into her entrepreneurship experience because that way I wanna I wanna get to to to, to ask her how she started a company how she's growing her business. And for your information, Marker Limited is a digital marketing company. And if you need uh, some some digital campaigns, some social media supports, if you want to take your brand to the next level, uh, reach out to them. They'll they'll be happy to to work with you and help you. Fiona, um, talking about Marker Limited, um, can you tell tell us what is the long-term plan with your company and why you started this business almost four years back?
1: So when, when, when I started uh, uh, work, uh, I just left the com- uh, company that I was working for and I joined another company. Mm-hmm. And uh, the new company was, uh, I was, I was less busy. Yeah. So I had uh, so much time. I, I'd finish work maybe at 2 p.m. and uh, the afternoon I wasn't doing anything. So I thought about uh, doing what I was doing individually and making it like a bigger thing and uh, instead of people would approach me as an individual and then I approach other other, other people yeah. and become a marketing team but uh, there was no coordination, there was no one uh, running that. So I thought that I would, uh, people would hire me as a social media influencer but as a yeah. Yeah? but uh, and then hire other people. Okay. I still people, had to come and sit and you know, still working together but there wasn't something uh, concrete mm-hmm. that was uh, on the top. So okay. I thought about having a company that instead of uh, getting approached by an institution, might be the one approaching them, yeah. and giving them uh, uh, what they need. Yeah. Actually, Actually selling them what yeah. they need mm-hmm. but they didn't need. Mm-hmm. So that's how it started and uh, uh, I told them I have all I can contact all these people who do this. They are social influencers, some who are in tech, some are in business, some are in tourism, some, mm. are, some, some who are in different sectors. Yeah. And I'll uh, say that some are, some are good on, on, on uh, YouTube, some have very good uh, blogs, some have, they have very many followers on Instagram, others have very many followers on Twitter. So it was like, putting together like a full digital team, yeah, yeah, that will do everything they need, at least like they that way to go about it. Yeah. And uh, it's actually cheaper when you hire an institution that is going to contact other people you need. So that's how I started my, my company and uh, uh, it's, it's been a very, very interesting journey. Uh, uh, you asked about a long-term project. It's something that I really want to grow. I'm mm-hmm. starting a digital marketing uh, certification next year. Sorry, this year. We're already in <laughs> Yes.
0: <laughs> yeah,
1: I'm studying in May, and uh, I. This is something that I was doing as a hobby, and uh, as I told you earlier, so uh, I don't have. Uh, I wouldn't say that I have the, the right skills to, to do it. Are you sure? So, uh, well, I I, I try, <laughs> but uh, there, there is more to it than uh, being uh, active on, on Twitter. The, mm-hmm. it's, it's a very, very big thing, and it's a very uh, uh, money-generating thing mm-hmm. in, in developed countries. Uh, so I'm studying, this, I'm, I'm doing the this certification this year in May, and it's going to be Yeah. Okay. and at the end of it I'm trying to see if I can mark her like a like, uh, like, like fully full time job and uh, actually hire people to be on the team also full time lessons because for now I do it like a side mm-hmm. it's not something that I do everyday and uh, I don't give it uh, my full attention uh, it's something that I do when I have extra time so I'm trying okay. to see how I can make it Bigger thing, but I need to acquire skills before because uh, sometimes people think that becoming an entrepreneur is uh, just starting a business. But okay. so you need to start business. You need to start your business something that you know. So that's what I'm trying to do first before I, I, I fully yeah. fully commit to, okay. to becoming an entrepreneur. Okay. Yes.
0: Cool. Uh, Fiona, she's um, she's been an entrepreneur for for four years now and she want to grow a business, she want to venture more in the entrepreneurship world and she has um, great plans, she want to take a certificate that will enable her to to, to acquire more skills. I do believe she has skills but she want to get more skills and be more competitive in the market out there and grow a team, hire more staff to join the team at the same time, um, um, grow, grow a business, which is basically something wet. Uh, my follow-up question is: um, I do believe entrepreneurship. It's really um, a difficult, it's a challenging journey. Yes. Um, what challenges um, you you're facing as a young entrepreneur, and how you are tackling those uh, challenges?
1: Yeah. So. Uh... First of all, this this is uh, I'd say that digital marketing is a very very new market. Okay. And, uh, uh, most people don't even understand what it is. So approaching institutions to sell them something they don't even know uh, about, or they don't even know they need is very is my first challenge and uh, it's a very big one. But uh, I've managed to to. to uh, try well i try i try to explain why uh, these people need these services how it's the new way to go about uh, uh, business uh, tell them and show them look uh, your customers are online they need to see your things online they'll not come to you if they haven't heard about your institution. Yeah. So the way they hear about your institution is by putting yourself out there and we are here to help you do that and uh, some of them understand, that, and then some other don't even understand. And then, but the good thing about it is that people who have talked to, met, uh, presented uh, my plan, and uh, they didn't even get back to me or rejected okay. me. And then uh, you, like, they, they're quiet for some time and then they call you, so how can we meet? We'd like to speak to you about this project. And then be, oh, so you understood okay. digital services. It. <laughs> so it's a it's a very challenging thing. But th- I think that with the like yeah. with the campaigns like Connect Rwanda, they're going to know that now everyone that has a smartphone in their hand, how do we use that? Mm-hmm. So it's more of a digital with digital literacy. Everyone needs to know that. Yeah, we need digital services, and who do we contact?
0: <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so uh, that's that's really so, so amazing. And um, as an entrepreneur, um, the time you've been running your company, um, what other key lessons have you acquired so far that you can share with fellow entrepreneurs in Water? Yes, so the first thing
1: is um, listen to your two clients. Okay. Because I've noticed that that's, that's actually the only advice I'm mm. giving. Uh, there is this thing that uh, as entrepreneurs feel like we know our craft, we know our things the client doesn't know anything Mm. but and then when you talk to a client and they tell you what they need you're also standing on the side like yeah I'm saying that but I know I know what I need at the end of the day you're going to deliver something that the client doesn't like and you're going to go back and forth about it so um, listen to your customer what they want, but in your creative way. Yeah. yeah? So uh, that's something that has really helped me. Uh, I'm a very stubborn person. So <laughs> <laughs> um, I've had to work uh, extra time because I, think I wasn't listening to my customer. Yeah. I, I thought I knew everything uh, the customer needed, and that's not true. I'd yeah. listen, but not really listen, thinking about my next move instead of listening to my. And then when I deliver, and they tell me, they tell me that no, not about fast for yeah. Okay. So, but do it, and that's 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 time consuming, and it's, it's very very unprofessional. So my first advice, and my only advice to entrepreneurs, listen to your customers, but do it your way. Uh,
0: the advice from 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 Fiona to uh, fellow entrepreneurs mm-hmm. out there, or aspiring entrepreneurs, uh, just. Listen to your customers. Put your customers first. The customers are king. I always say that and you're in business to serve your customers. So they're always white. (laughs) And they're always white. And uh, use also your creativity uh, to make sure that you fit into their need because that's how you're gonna make your product or services stand out from others. Um, Let me wrap up this conversation with my last question. Um, Other than being an influencer, What's uh what other talent Fiona got? Oh my
1: God, uh, well, I don't
0: know, really?
1: <laughs> I am, um, I'm funny, <laughs> I play basketball, well, wow. like I used to play, mm. I, I, I don't, I don't play like
0: um, Like a professional any, player. Yeah, no, I wasn't, I was, I'd say that I was a
1: amateur even back then, Okay. but uh, yeah, it's something that I enjoy doing. Uh, I in the gym, mm. I, I work out a bit play basketball. Mm. Um, I love music, I love uh, watching football. And Are you a Barcelona fan, right? Yes. Okay. Uh, I had <laughs> Barcelona fan and I love watching basketball. Okay.
0: Um, thanks a lot Fiona for this amazing conversation, we are coming to, to, to the end and um, the conversa- uh, uh, thanks for listening again to the School of Business Makers um, podcast, um, my guest was Fiona Kamikaze, she's a social media influencer, communication specialist and CEO and founder of Marka Limited. If you have questions, just um, shoot us an email, and we'll be happy to to, to follow up um, with you with, um, with with your queries. And um, I speak to you guys next week. Thanks a lot.